This is a Your Last Resorts production. And welcome back to the Your Last Resort podcast with me, your host, Brandon Lejean, aka The Shoe Comic. Thank you guys for coming back, or if it's your first time, welcome. Please rate, subscribe, share the podcast. Thank you for everyone who's listening right now. I appreciate you so much. You mean the world. This week, uh, I have a special guest, Anthony Davis. Not to be confused with the basketball player, Anthony Davis, but he is one funny dude. He has a new special coming out August 7th with Uproar Comedy Records called eat around it i'm super excited for it you guys are gonna love it this is a great episode we have some good laughs you know we talk some comedy stuff but we talk a lot of star wars the would you rathers are hilarious this week i really think you guys are going to truly enjoy this episode so uh before we get into it there's a few things i want to talk about we have our first ad it's with tmp financial tmp financial is a company that i work for and we do home loans and we do refinancing of home loans and we sell and help purchase houses via real estate. If you are looking to do that, please contact TMP Financial. Hit me up or or look them up on their website. You can get a hold of them. Tell them that you were sent by the Your Last Resort podcast or Brandon Lejean. I received 50% for the commission, so it would really help me out. I don't think maybe a lot of my listeners are looking for that, but if you know someone who is, send them my way. I really appreciate that. Now, on to some exciting news. I'm currently working on the first part of uh, some Your Last Resort merchandise. They're uh, they're just going to be stickers, um, but I'm super excited about them. I'll, uh, they're coming real soon. I can't, uh, I, you know, when they're made, I'll post pictures. I'll give you guys a heads up, the listeners, so you have a chance to get them in case they sell out. I'm getting a small batch to see how they sell, and of course, if you guys want more, I will always make more. We're going to do a few giveaways, you know, reward the loyal listeners and all that. So thank you guys so much. I'm so excited for this. It's awesome that the podcast is growing enough where I feel like I can make these and sell them and help spread the word, help give them away, that kind of stuff. So the last thing that we need to go over is the dumbass of the week. I, uh, the dumbass of the week, I forgot to do it during the podcast. So right now, without further ado, presented by Red Foreman, the dumbass of the week. Dumbasses, dumbass, 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 dumbass. The dumbass of the week this week goes to two people. The first one is me because I forgot to do the dumbass of the week. That's uh, that's the most ironic thing ever. Uh, I forgot to do it. And then this is the second time me recording the dumbass of the week because I messed up cutting it and I deleted a huge ass part and ruined it. So I get dumbass of the week. But the other dumbass of the week is Kanye West. Now, Kanye West, uh, you know, he received an honorable mention the first week. Now, Kanye West, when I wrote his name down, it was just for his comments on Harriet Tubman. If you weren't aware, Kanye West in a rally said that Harriet Tubman did not free the slaves. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read any history book, but Harriet Tubman had freed a lot of slaves. I don't think Kanye has necessarily heard of the Underground Railroad, or maybe he has, and he was just frustrated when he found out that it wasn't an actual railroad. Yeah, that was my corny joke of the day. Uh, Second time I had to tell it into this mic embarrassingly. But I could see Kanye being dumb enough to think that. You know, he'd be like, Yeezy, 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 huh? 
The railroad ain't a real railroad, huh? Yeezy, 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 huh? Harriet Tubman ain't did shit, Yeezy, huh? That's my Kanye West. <laughs> That's my shitty Kanye West impression. But anyway, uh, when that was originally why. But since I wrote his name down for that, Kanye West went on a Twitter rant that involved him calling out Kim Kardashian, um, saying that she was sending doctors to have him locked up like the black people from Get Out. He then um, went on to say that he w really originally wanted to abort his daughter but didn't. And then he tweeted that to put him on the ballots. And then he tweeted out some weird hieroglyphic looking writing, some Cam Newton style lettering bullshit that no one could read or understand. And then he uh, deleted all those tweets and then said to put his name on the South Carolina ballot and then said he was not focusing on that anymore and wanted to focus on the music. So Kanye has completely lost his mind. He is the dumbass of the week, clearly. I uh, don't want to hear a shitty album that he's going to put out. I know mental health is serious, but it's funny that no one seems to care about mental health of a lot of people, you know, homeless, other people with diseases. But they care about it when it's Kanye because uh, white people love Kanye. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, dude, Kanye just uh, really doing crazy. And my favorite thing is, is, you know, Twitter, you know, everyone has their groups. You know, there's the women that defend women. They can do no wrong. I, you know, defend women, of course. But, you know, there's the Twitter where women can do no wrong, all that shit. And they were like, can you imagine how bad Kanye's daughters are going to be messed up when they look up his work and find videos of him saying he wanted to originally abort them? I don't know, man. Maybe when they look up Kim Kardashian and see uh, videos of her sucking dick on every porn website, that might affect them too. And it's going to be funny because it's not going to look like their mom because she's had so much plastic surgery. So uh, before you want to put uh, the Kardashians on a pedestal, uh, let's, let's look into it. I think the Kardashians ruin people. They turn Lamar Odom into a crackhead. Kanye West is a mental case. And all of them are pieces of shit. Um, Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner is a murderer who got away with it because she changed her sex. So now clip this, cancel me, and suck my dick sideways. Without further ado, thank you guys for listening. That was the dumbass of the week. Now we get into the podcast with my guest, Anthony Davis. All right, so welcome back to the Your Last Resort podcast. I'm here with my guest, comedian Anthony Davis. He was the 2019 San Diego Comedy Festival winner. He was on an episode of NBC's A New Leaf, and he has a new comedy album called Eat Around It with Upwar Records coming out August 7th. As you can tell, I'm really good at reading Instagram bios. Thank you for being on it, man. I appreciate it. No problem. I'm glad someone actually read those. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... It, uh, You've uh, been doing a bunch of stuff, and so uh, before I get into talking to you about all that, is I know that we uh, for the for the listeners and stuff. I I personally we don't know each other, but you know we're both in the comedy scene. You've uh, you're from you know you started in, you started in Orange County, right? Or you just do rooms in Orange County sometimes? So I I live in Orange County, but I started okay. in Baltimore. Oh wow, okay. When did you uh, when did you move out here? How long were you into comedy? I was in comedy for about two years before I moved out to uh, California, so about six years altogether. Okay, okay, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, what's funny is, is I've actually seen you perform before, so I've uh, I've been doing comedy. I like I did, I tried an open mic once or twice, didn't do it for like a year, and then I really started in this past December. You know, I was doing it seriously for about three or four months before coronavirus shut everything down. But I saw you at 
hometown brewery as a roast battle against David Mendez. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I remember you guys yeah. both took edibles before, and uh, and yep. you and and it was it was hilarious because you you actually were coming up with good roasts, but I remember uh, Mendez had nothing and he wore a cowboy hat and you were just shitting on him for wearing a cowboy hat and stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I figured it was just kind of a weird story that I that I uh, I knew that you had never known that I'd seen you perform there, but that was the one time I got to see you. I love how don't. I like to tell people that I didn't perform that night. It was me high as shit on edible, and I was trying my best. I, I all of it was off the top of my head too, and just seeing Dave dressed up like the worst cowboy, like the like the worst yeah. cowboy, like if El Paso, like if El Paso tacos came out with their own version of a cowboy, it was the worst thing that ever happened. Yeah, and I'm so glad I forgot all about that. Yeah, he looked like every Mexican cowboy from any 60 to 1980s like Western film. Yeah, he was just I, the I, love, I, I love David to death. I just I love him to death. I just loved how he kept trying to copy my accent, and I, <laughs> I wasn't even I didn't even have an accent. Yeah, did my accent, so he wouldn't copy it. So it made no sense to anybody who was watching it. Yeah, that because that's what when I uh you know I hadn't seen you perform other than that, and when I was looking at some of your clips on Instagram and all that. Uh, I noticed that you had an accent, and I and I I just had no idea because so you did a good job of hiding it. Where uh where does that accent come from? Where were you born or raised? Born and raised in North Carolina. Okay, what part of North Carolina? Uh, about hours hours south of Raleigh. Okay, okay. I never got over to South Carolina. I went to college out in Kentucky, so I spent two like two and a half years getting to know the South a little bit and that Southern lifestyle and all that. Do you miss it at all, or do you like it out here more? Oh, I miss it. Ter- I miss it a lot. I mean, I hate. I hate the food out here. It's just <laughs> yeah. awful. Everyone, I don't know what the fuck kale is. I don't know why everyone <laughs> needs to eat kale. I miss gravy. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot. Not, it's, it's so many more people out here. It's like 10 million people just in LA County. Yeah. And that's double the size of North Carolina altogether. So yeah, it's it has its ups and downs. Comedy's yeah. great out here. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, just I got to experience it a little in the in the OC. I never actually did a a, a mic in LA. I was a little intimidated at first, but I'm uh, hopefully when things open back up, I can get back out there whenever that's gonna be. But have uh, what I wanted. So let's talk about the album now. So eat around it. Where did you? Obviously, you came up with that name. Do you uh, had? Did there was like a process for it, or did it just kind of come to you like Mother Mary in your dreams? No. Uh, so. After the first, I was, the guy that produced it, David Drozen, really good, like a comedian, uh, comedian producer that like produced like six, five or six of Richard Pryor's first albums. Yeah. So like I was intimidated shit about it, but wow. I just kept throwing out idea albums with him, and he's like, no, 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 no. And then one, like when I got off stage for the first, the first night of recording, like this is Friday show, I got off stage and he just like looked at me, he's like, eat around it. I was like what <laughs> usually people say good job when they get off stage but you know, what <laughs> yeah it's like that'll be the name of the album we'll be good, eat around it i was like oh okay that's yeah i love that idea because it was about a joke where uh someone put their uh a dick their dick in my peanut butter and instead oh, of throwing okay. it out i was like i'll just eat around it i don't have enough <laughs> for peanut butter that's awesome that oh that's a that's a cool way that you came up with that's awesome that you get to work with uh the guy who produced all of richard Pryor's stuff uh 
And then you did so it was so through Uproar Records. When did you film this? Because obviously comedy hasn't been around for a, for a little bit now. When did when did you film it? And where? January for the last week of January, January twenty fourth to the twenty sixth. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta feel like it was a blessing because that I mean, you you have that a month later, and there's a chance that you maybe don't get to film it, which is yeah. I was at a I was at Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento the last week of February. That was the last week it was open before it shut down. Yeah, that's crazy. So you recorded in uh, in San Francisco, or where did you record it at? Uh, San Diego at the Comedy Palace. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's a cool. I've I've seen a show down there. Um, when I was down there as a couple a, as years. As a new comic, as a new comic, I like to tell new comics, yeah. don't go to L.A. until you're ready. Like, okay. Stay out, stay out in Orange County. Stay out in like, uh, you know, like I I came out here. I went to L.A. a little bit. I had like a routine. But then I went back, I went to like Riverside, Orange County, and just developed. I got my yeah. type five, my perfect five ready. Because when you okay. go out to L.A., first impressions are key. Yeah. You go out to L.A. and do like the, the open mic at the comedy store and you fuck up. You get like three, you get three like two, I think a minute and a half to, three, to two minutes. You fuck it up. They're not going to have you back yeah. for at least two years. Especially wow. with, the, with the Laugh Factory. You fuck yeah. up that minute and a half they give you, you fuck it up. They're not having you back for at least two years. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I uh, that's I really appreciate the advice because that's something that, you know, you hear about a lot of comedians who, you know, they move to L.A. and they go out and start and like they, that's where they just start off. And so then there's like part of me that's like, oh, I need to get to L.A. more because that's where you're going to make it. But there's also, I mean, the uh, you know, hopefully some of these places come back. We lost Anchor Bar, which was my favorite place to perform at. But um you know, it, there, there's good rooms out here where you can develop. So I was kind of, it was something I had always thought about, like, should I be going to LA and doing more? But that that's good advice. I, I appreciate that for real. Yeah, of course. Um, So you're doing a new clip every Saturday uh, mm-hmm. to promote it, right? So if you're listening, make sure you follow him on Instagram, Anthony Davis. I'll, uh, I'll put the, the at in the bio and stuff. It's at Adam Comedy, right? AD Comedy 28. AD Comedy 28, there it is. So uh, you can follow the clips. I watched a few of them. They're really funny. I'm, I'm really excited uh, to, to, to watch it. I'll make sure that we promote it when it comes out. What uh, what was like the biggest, like for you getting ready for it, because I'm still so new to comedy, uh, what uh, like what was the process of getting ready for it like, and, and how was that night you recorded it? How did you feel? So like my process, I'm a lot more uh, anal retentive than most most comics i have a spreadsheet with all okay. my jokes how many times i've told each joke how many times i've rewritten a joke how many times uh-huh. i've told the joke after i've rewritten it uh-huh. how many times it works how many times it bombs if the ratio between bomb and, and kill is more than 10 percent, i rewrite the joke okay. i have all my jokes written out word for word highlighted with the punchlines or highlighted red with the tags in my word document so i had everything i had the jokes out word for word so mm-hmm. that wasn't the problem. The problem was like be, not being nervous. Yeah. You know, you're, I got to record four times. So because I, okay. I headlined the weekend, so we record for the first two shows because they were all sold out. Mm-hmm. The second shows were almost at capacity, so we recorded all four shows. So it's just getting that complete that consistency of doing the same jokes, same timing each time, but also each show having a different flair where you know they have a lot to work from. Each each recording. Wow. So like yeah. my first show, first show on Friday, I had a lot of energy. 
you know, I made, I made interactive, interacted with the audience a lot. Saturday yeah. first show, I was, I was a lot calmer, easier to follow. Pacing was good, better, and I did mm-hmm. a lot less interacting with the audience. So that when they cut it together, there's a lot to work with. Okay, that that's there's a, there's I, a lot in this more than just going up there and just like, hey, this is where my penis is. And that's, <laughs> wait for yeah. after. Yeah, it's a lot more than just dick and butt jokes. That uh, I've never heard of anyone doing like that because I, I mean, I'm a, I'm not a right on stage guy. I mean, like obviously you, I come up with stuff, but you know, I like to write my bits out. I write down every night the, you know, I did this set this many minutes on this date. These are the jokes I told, and I've like some. I'll rate them on how I think they went. So I mean, yeah, I do a little bit that. of what you do, but that uh, that's interesting. That's something that uh, a few of those things I might have to pick up because uh it, it seems smart and i think that sometimes you know people tell you like oh you just gotta go, go up there there's no structure it's comedy you either funny or you're not but it's not it's not like true. you said it's not just as simple as like here's my penis yeah it's not that it's it's never that if someone tells you it's it's you just go up there and, and do jokes watch their set and see if they do well because yeah. it's either gonna be the same jokes they told a billion times and there's not new stuff or they're just going up there and just doing easy hack jokes like, oh, so I farted in a blender and then I smelled yeah. it. Ah, great salad, right? I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that's true. That was a good. I uh, appreciate that little the, you yeah, letting us you, into the mind of you to hear what it's like to write. Yeah. And if anybody that's listening to this wants to start comedy, uh, just reach out to me with your email. I will send you a my my uh, my chart, my Excel sheet. I send it out to plenty of comics and they can see how I structure my structure my excel sheet so you can, guys can easily just copy it and do it the way you guys want to yes i uh, i'm gonna have to uh get, have you send that to me too but i'll get you the email after so uh sure. is is it a uh 30 minute special or an hour uh 45 minutes okay i think that's the sweet spot i think you could have picked the best i get sometimes like a little bored during an hour and sometimes 30 is not enough so i think that's the that's a good sweet spot yeah it's it's yeah it's uh, you know, after like an hour, people start to get tired. Even if you're hilarious, after like an hour, people start to get tired. And if you're not like a huge name like Chappelle, yeah, or, you know, like Bill Burr, you know, they're not. Most of them were not there to see. Didn't know who I was. So yeah. a lot of them were just like seeing me for the first time. So 45 minutes is just the perfect amount of time for people to be like, oh, okay, this guy's great. Now we'll go see him for like an hour, hour 15. Yeah. But, like, first time you meet somebody, 30 minutes to 45 minutes is a perfect sweet spot. That's true. Do you uh did you record forty five exactly or was that an hour and you cut some stuff down? How was what was that? No, they gave me uh I had read out forty five minutes of material I was gonna perform. I went over a little bit sometimes, but you know, I got the light at I gave it got a ten minute light at thirty five. So that's when I knew all right, next joke is this yeah. one, this one, and then wrap it up. Okay. You know, just yeah. have consistency. That's uh yeah. So uh everyone it's is it gonna be available on YouTube? Is that where we're gonna be able to watch it, or what's the deal? So it'll be available on our. The video will be available on the website, uh, okay. our website, and I'll post all that. The audio recording will be on uh, SiriusXM, iTunes, and Spotify. That's fucking awesome, dude. Uh, that's I'm excited for you. I know we we don't know each other that well, but I'm but I'm really happy to just see an, another person that I've you know that I've seen and known, and you know you've performed with people that I know, and so it's just it's cool. I'm I'm super happy. Um. Thanks, bud. So, Appreciate it. So, a question uh, for like the projected viewer numbers: Is there a, uh, a hope that a large part of viewers will think that it's Anthony Davis highlights? Yeah, 
Oh yeah, I've, 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 I'll promote it like that if I need to. I don't care. I'll, I'll tag him in the post. I do not care. <laughs> That's, do you I've, get? I've done that. I feel like you I've get that a lot. Times. I feel yeah, like a lot. Of I've, people. Done, I've done that. It's my opener now. It's, it's happened so many times. The fact that people, I send out my email address. I'm like, hey, this is Anthony Davis. I like to, like to do comedy or club. And people are like, oh my god, you like the basketball player? But like, nope, nope. If you looked at my email, which I know you didn't, it has my credits. My picture and uh, you know my video. So thanks a lot for not watching it, but thank you for responding. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Damn, yeah, that's uh, that's like Blake a Griffin, Blake Griffin used to do did stand up at the Hollywood Improv. Yeah, where he would just go up there and read poetry, and no comedy, <laughs> just because he was famous and people wanted to see him. Yeah. So thanks, Blake Griffin. You really fucked it up for me. Yeah, because I'm gonna be honest, man. I I don't uh, if I if someone gave me a pencil and said draw the app the opposite of Anthony Davis, the basketball player, you're exactly who I would draw. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, okay. No, I, I, I tell people that too. I'm like, I I am the Anthony Davis from TV. I just you know the camera just makes you lose 128 pounds and you gain <laughs> you gain a unibrow and you change skin color. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, you know, Galen introduced us and set this up and he was like, what is figure out what he finds out about me, which I thought was like kind of fruity of him to ask. So I want to give you, you know, however long you want to shit on him, if you if you so feel the need to, because he's going to listen, hoping for a compliment. And I just wanted to be disappointed. Oh, OK. Fuck you, Galen. <laughs> all right. Thank you. OK, so uh, we're going to get. Into what a, means. Yeah, 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 we're going to get into a few of the segments right now. So normally. If you're a big NFL fan, I have you pick, uh, you know, who's going to win the division. But I was looking on your Instagram, and either you have misleading pictures or not, but you seem to be a Star Wars fan, right? Yes. Okay, I'm a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So I will go with mine first because I want to give you time to think about it, but I was hoping you could give me your order of the best Star Wars movies. So to give you a second to think, I'll tell you mine because I had time to write it down. Uh, for me, it goes episode three, episode five episode four and then six and then i like rogue one episode seven solo and then i got for the last four is episode two episode nine episode one and then i absolutely hate episode eight so that's my very last one what uh i know that was kind of rapid fire but you uh, hate you hate you hate episode eight you like episode eight no i'm just saying like what why do you hate it it's all right. All right. Well, okay. Let, now you got me started, man. Okay. So first off, it just, I felt like it destroyed Luke's character. I didn't like the princess Leia. Like, okay, I'm fine with her being force sensitive, but what the fuck when she flew through the air, like Mary Poppins after getting blown into the vacuum of space? What, like, what is that? What am I supposed to do with that? And then, and then I'm also like, uh, they hyped up Captain Phasma. They had, you know, Brienne of Tars from Game of Thrones, that, that actress, and she had one line, and they killed her with later Chrome Dome. Like e either one of us could have wrote a fucking better line than "See you later, Chrome Dome." So I don't know. I just felt like it was. I felt like Episode Seven was like, okay, cool, we're kicking it off. I know it was a lot like Episode Four, but then Episode Eight felt like an anthology movie. It just felt like every character was different, and I don't know. I wasn't a fan of it. Okay, I mean, I get, I get that. I, I get it. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. You know, you're you're so used to, uh, you know, uh, you're used to like something sticking together, a story staying the way it's supposed to be, and not going yeah. off the fucking rails. 
which is why I put Solo is actually my the one I hated the most. I hated Solo. It made it's it felt like just a money grab for and you know enticing yeah. the character's development. Where you know, here's Solo, he's great. I mean, let's make him young. Okay, cool. Let, you want to just do some you know just some fan <laughs> shit. Uh, he's yeah. got like this Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, jerk off. Yeah, or fuck you. You know. Yeah. And then I, out of nowhere, Darth Maul, and you're like, oh cool. Well, I, I guess. Yeah, I'll, gi- I'll guess. give you that. I'll cool. give you that. Maybe I put a little solo a little too high. And, and yeah, that that was what bothered me the most was like they fired directors halfway through of Solo, made the budget six hundred million dollars so that shit didn't cover the box office. Also because it came out like four months after Episode Eight, which was a very just like split you know amongst the fandom and then what sucks is is that there's never going to be a sequel because it made no money and we just got teased with darth maul and then they gave us the middle finger and we're never going to fucking see him again which is oh also we got we got the middle finger with the kenobi one too yeah i don't i don't think that's ever going to happen uh it's it sucks because ewan mcgregor would be fantastic if he came back for that yeah, and, like, everything I hear, he's excited, but it just, it gets, I mean, even before the coronavirus, it was, like, eight episodes to six. It's delayed, this and that, and this and that. And then now, for some reason, they're like, Hayden Christian's going to be in it as Anakin Skywalker. And it, and that's the thing you were talking about, where they're like, let's let's do shit the fans like. And it's like, the it takes it after he's Darth Vader. Like, you're just going to give us stupid flashbacks? I don't want that shit. No, unless this is flashbacks of just him being burned alive. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> they, would be brought funny. Him back. they brought him back just for the continuity of burning him alive. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Right. I, I would uh, love to see. Or like they just have Darth Maul, or they have like a Darth Vader take his helmet off and just like he's hating Christian and all burned the fuck up. Yeah, voiced no, over, and have James Earl Jones just voice over it so that's the yeah. continuity. Just Not a real even shit show. I don't even want Hayden to say a goddamn word because if you say more than three words inside of a movie, they have to inside of anything they have to pay you more for it. Because they yeah. give me speaking roles. So yeah, <laughs> fuck that shit. All right, all right. So what's your favorite then? Because I said three, and I know that I that I sometimes people are like fuck yeah three, and some people are very offended that I said three. Because you think Rever- Revenge of the Sith is the, the best one. That's yeah, that's my favorite one, dude. It has my favorite. Do you have like piece. a do you have your own personalized lightsaber at your house above your bed? Uh see, if the coronavirus didn't happen, the answer to that question was yes. I was set to go to Disneyland and I was like, I'm buying a fucking droid, I'm buying a custom lightsaber. So yeah, barring the pandemic, I would have been one of those assholes. God, you fucking disgust me. Uh <laughs> so episode five is number one for me, because that's okay. the one I got started on. That's uh, my number episode two. Six, episode six, uh, Rogue One is number three, just because mm-hmm. it's a fantastic story and everyone dies. <clears throat> so, you know, continuity. Yeah. Um, episode four. Okay. And then episode three. So, you know, not that bad. Episode okay. eight, nine, seven, two, one, and solo. Okay. I mean, we're like at the start of it. You know, three isn't your favorite, but you bump it back a few, and like we're we're kind of similar on that. But I understand why people don't like three. I like, it it is corny, and and I get that. But I don't know. I think maybe because I grew up on it, and that was like the first one I remember. But that's always my go-to. Well, I like I like General Grievous too. Rewatching from an actor's, rewatching from an acting point of view. All right. He's killed the younglings. Like what? It's <laughs> just awful. 
it, the, yeah. the, the original ones don't make any fucking sense. It makes it makes Padme seem like a fucking child molester. Yeah. She's looking at this 18 year old boy like I can't wait till he turns six, 16 <laughs> in like fucking six years. I'm gonna jump I'm, those dick. That dick. I know. I'm waiting I'm for them really, to cancel it. The Star Wars well, needs to be canceled. We should start the trend hashtag Star Wars is over party. Oh yeah, that'd be great because you know that'd be great for the people that follow me. I'll lose all my <laughs> fucking fans at night. No, like she's she's to to run an autocracy government where she rules the entire planet. She has got to be at least thirty, at yeah. least to be elected that be elected official of a planet. Well, so she's thirty. She's planet. Like, she's looking at this ten year old boy like mm, not yet, but soon. And Dude. you know they were, they were recruited young. Jedi Knights were. Like maybe sixteen, seventeen, yeah. but to be, and he started young, so he could have been like fifteen, sixteen, and you know, Attack of the Clones. We don't know. I'm a, There's not I, a timeline. The Star Wars nerd in me has to correct you. They're recruited young, and they were upset that he was recruited so late. That was Yoda's big thing. Is he was like he's too old because he was, was like, like ten though. Yeah, no, he's still no. You're still completely right. He's ten, and she's like in her mid to late twenties, but. I just the nerd in me had to be like it's actually the other way around. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. Dude, no, you're right. No, usually they're like, they're, they're very young because that's when they find out they're force sensitive. Yeah. Um. All right. So what do you think of the new one? Because that's more you know a lot of people have seen that. What do you think of episode nine? Because you put it late. I put it late too. Uh. What uh like what problems did you have with it? I just don't like how they had to they had a they made Snoke some scapegoat. They're like, yeah. yeah, it's actually Palpatine. Like, Palpatine was a fantastic, fantastic villain. Mm-hmm. Between one and episode six, he did his part. Move on. Yeah. You know, we didn't need it. We could have had Snoke could have been a fantastic character. His development could have been great. He could have been a dark, a Jedi from the the, the Jedi and the Sith lore is so rich. Yeah. Now, you know, anthology. I mean, there's two books about just the Jedi Order and the Sith past. We could have had. He could have been Revan. It could have been anybody. Yeah. It could have been anybody. But they're like, nah, let's just make him Palpatine. Fuck it. Yeah, I would have been better. I would have been more happy if they did as Jar Jar Binks instead of Palpatine. It was just that that was my problem with eight is that is they killed off Snoke. Like we never got a chance to see him. And then, like you said, Pal- Palpatine, we got now we've gotten because technically Snoke is was Palpatine, so we have had nine movies of Palpatine. And if he wasn't dead after being thrown down a hole in the Death Star exploding, how do we, how, like, are we going to get another nine movies of Palpatine? Because yeah, he can't die, obviously. Episode 13, Palpatine getting <laughs> Social Security. Like, that dude's old as fuck now. Old lady's going to take it before anything else fucking does. <laughs> That's what I'm, yeah, I don't, yeah. That, they just, and I felt like nine, my problem with nine was, okay, so eight, Went a completely different direction. What uh, it changed a lot of things. Whatever. I do have to give eight props for that. The the battle scene with Luke at the end is is one of the better battle scenes in like the whole, the the sequels or whatever. But, um, they they uh damn it. Ah oh, man. Okay, hold up. What was I going? I lost my train of thought. I played four years of college football. I have a fuck ton of brain damage. Thoughts just escape my mind. Where was I going with that? Um, I don't know. You they, just started saying that you like grapes and potato chips, and I don't know where. Yeah, the fuck dude. I mean, healthy that. snacks and shit. Ah, yeah, dude. It's gone. That fucking thought's gone. It's long gone. Well, my main problem was like in the first in episode seven when you know Ray fights, you know, fucking God. Now I can't uh, remember. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah, when Ray fights Kylo Ren, 
she she fucking wins. Yeah. Not only did she win, she badly scarred him. Yeah. Somebody that has that that was trained underneath Luke Skywalker that is on par with you know Darth Vader with his his skills as has been said by Snoke plenty of times that you know his his skill with the lightsaber is fantastic. You know his his force is his force and his mind are just needing to be you know being developed. So you're telling me that someone just, that just picked up a lightsaber two times, not even in battle, just picked it up yeah. two times. It's like, you know what? Fuck this guy. And I, I give credit because he just he got shot in the stomach with a bowcaster. Yeah. So yeah. he was using his entire force powers to keep his insides from plumbing in out. But yeah. you're telling me that in the whole get, scream, of somebody's like, you know what? I got this. That's like me taking on like a samurai warrior with like a fucking a sword, and I'm like, and I beat him. Yeah, you're like, I watched a few movies. I got this shit. Yeah, I watched Seven Samurai once, and I played Neo twice. (laughs) I'm I'm good. Yeah. Insane. And then Episode 8, they they didn't compound on it. They just, once did Luke Skywalker show her how to use a lightsaber. Yeah, they just lifted some rocks and shit. Yeah, and then when they connected it all together to make it seem like she's Palpatine's daughter, that doesn't mean that Palpatine wasn't known for his lightsaber skills. He was known for being... Neutral in the force, so neutral that nobody could tell that which side he was on. Yeah. They could detect his his his, the, his force. That's how that he infiltrated. When Darth Plagueis saw that he was so he didn't know he was strong in the force, but he was. Yeah. That's how they, he infiltrated the Republic because even Matt, the Jedi Masters couldn't tell that who he was. That he was yeah. on the dark side of the force. He wasn't known for his for being fantastic with <laughs> lightsabers. So yeah. there's no way that she inherited that shit. Exactly, and like. Think about it. Luke is as powerful a Jedi, if not more powerful than Rey. And and the first time he picked up a lightsaber and he puts that helmet on, he couldn't even block the blaster shots from the little robot that he does in the in the in the Falcon. And it's like, so then Rey has never ever, you know, same same you know amount of training is able to just take down a you know a, a veteran in lightsaber combat. Yeah, those. Uh, I don't well, know. Also, you know. You saw you saw him get better because he t- trained with it. He yeah. saw he saw him battle. He fought Darth Vader. He was trained with Yoda. He was tr- she, he was trained. Luke never actually trained her. She he just watched her do shit and was pissed off that he was blowing shit up. She was blowing shit up, and he, he she cut a rock in half. Big, yeah. big fucking deal. Whoops, you do. Like it's like, and there was no character like she was the main character of all of them. Like yeah. everyone else seemed like they were just like background characters but in the original original trilogy you saw it wasn't just luke skywalker it was leia it was it was han solo it was chewbacca they all had character development they all got better they all improved as characters and they improved the story through their what they were doing but with this one it's just like if if ray would if like the other two guys weren't there everything would have gone the exact same way yeah, exactly. And and like even when we get Ray's training scene in nine, it looks like a wipeout course. She's running around like jumping over ravines and cu- and cutting down trees. And that's that's you know what I mean. That's all that that was all her, her training. It was yeah. That I could go on for hours about the problems with the sequels. You know, I didn't. I'm not saying I, I hate them. I just no. I yeah. I just know that they could have done better. No, I agree with you. It was just they, they were disappointing. They didn't meet my expectations. Is what sucks. Um, all right, we could I could talk yeah. about Star Wars with you for the next ten hours, but 
let's uh let's move into one of the uh, another segment we have uh the would you rather so uh, i have two would you rathers for you here i'll answer them first because i've read them before so i can give you a chance to think about it so the first one is would you rather teach an hour-long sex ed class naked or drink a gallon of mayo and prune juice mixture so uh for me i i, I would have to go with the uh Probably just drink the gallon of mayo. As gross as it would be, I could just get through it and throw it up. But I, I don't, I, like, I'm trying to think. I couldn't do a comedy set naked for an hour, and I'm probably more uncomfortable teaching sex ed than I am comedy. So for me, I'd have to go with the gallon of prune juice and mayo. What about you? All right. I would teach naked. I have no problem teaching naked. <laughs> I, I was a teacher for a while. Yeah. I mean, I've done, I've done comedy shows basically all the way down to my underwear it's no different it's i don't care also it'd be a lot easier to teach hopefully it's not kids because that'd be just yeah. illegal and terrifying <laughs> yeah it's like full-grown adults like sex ed i'm like all right this is the dick you guys already know yeah that's Wait, true. You, could, you have, a, you have a, di- a perfect diagram up there you could just be like these are the balls this <laughs> is an average size dick here's the and then just yeah you could just show everyone yeah, this is okay. just as disappointing as you as it is to me. <laughs> this is what this is going to be. This will get hard and they'll yeah. get soft real quickly. <laughs> Slap it around a little, show them how it works. All that kind of good stuff. I need you guys um, to look at me to get hard. You know, just normal shit that people go through. Yeah, alright. So the, would you ra- the last would you rather is, would you rather be homeless for six months or in a prison for a year? So, uh, at first I was like, I was thinking prison, but then, you know, that probably means I'm going to get raped for a year. You know, I'm, I'm tall, but I just, I really don't feel like I'm, I'm prison strong. And I feel like, I feel like I would get raped. I, I don't know. You know, I just feel like it's inevitable or I have to join the Aryan brotherhood and get Nazis tattooed on Nazi signs tattooed and shit. And then the homeless thing, well, it sucks that I'm homeless. There's a lot of free, you know, free drugs, meth, heroin. It's all kind of. That I could just go live on the Santa Ana River Trail for a while. Just call it. I just camp for a week. It's just like camping for you know like thirty times that amount. So I guess I'd be homeless and probably get addicted to drugs. What about you? Is I love how we went from Star Wars to disturbingly disturbing as fuck topics. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like, would you rather get raped in prison or would you rather be addicted to meth on the streets? Yeah, I mean, if you want to look at it no that way. Yeah, I, I like to think of these as brain games for listeners. You know, get your thoughts going. I think I'm helping the people. A brain game would be like, <laughs> if you were in the forest and a tree fell, would you be able to hear it if you weren't there? Like, whatever the fuck that thing is. That's a paradox. But you're just like, would you rather get fucked in the ass by some guy, or would you rather do crack cocaine and then suck some but, guy from me? But think about it. That, that's a question that you don't normally think about. And you get to know who you are as a person, because you have to look at yourself and figure out, would you rather be a crack addict or take a dick in the ass? And it and that's a defining moment for someone. I probably help someone find themselves right now. I, I think can you're, tell you right now. <laughs> I can tell you right now that if you if you think for one second that a crackhead on the street hasn't got fucked in the ass so they can get some more crack, you are not. You do not know crack addicts. Dude, there's a hundred percent chance that someone's just like, hey, dude, I'll give you some meth if you just let me fuck you in the ass. And the guy's like. I'm already halfway there. Let's go. Come on. Come on. I need meth. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. There's oh, no chance. You just changed my answer because now you're like, now you basically made it 
a drug problem in anal sex or just anal sex. So I, I, oh, I guess or I... Or the fact that if you go to prison, you might get murdered because they just don't like you. Oh, yeah. You know, I would rather just be homeless. It's yeah. it, You're not telling me the degree of homeless. Maybe I'm homeless with a car. Maybe I'm homeless with a place. No, nah, you're homeless like under the Santa Ana River Trail. You can have a shopping oh, cart like... and a tent. I got a shopping cart. That's more than I have right now. There you go. I'll be homeless. Damn. Yeah, because even if it's not horrible in prison, at least I have the freedom to go wherever I want. That's, That's the main thing. Not butt, butt sex. Not, not that shit or violence and the potential of violence in prison. It's just that I have the freedom to go wherever I want, regardless if I'm homeless or not. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. You didn't like the teaching method. I get it. I hope I helped you as a person, maybe. Well, I'm um, as a person to think, well, do I want to get fucked in the ass? But at least I'll be on math. So I guess that's yeah. ups and downs. Now you never have to think of that question again. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. homeless, I'll call you up and I'm like, hey, I guess I'm homeless. You want some butt sex? <laughs> uh, I won't answer, dude. I'll be in prison getting fucked anyway, so we'll both be happy. Um, uh, one of the last segments that I do is, is uh, you know, especially during quarantine, you listen to a lot of music. <laughs> watch a lot of movies or anything is there any good movies or music you saw is kind of what you promote um i haven't been listening to any new music really but i saw a movie called palm springs yesterday on hulu with uh andy sandberg and Kristen melody and it's kind of like a modern day version of groundhog day and dude it was really really good i mean i i, I like romantic comedies when they're when they're actually funny and it was it was a good ass movie so Anyone listening, I would suggest watching it. Is there any uh, good shit you've seen or watched lately? Uh, let's see. I just finished watching the Harley Quinn cartoon show on DC. Okay. Which I downloaded legally because I work in IT and I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, everyone get a VPN and then you can download shit illegally. Okay. My two cents. Seven, $7 a month for unlimited movies. Illegal. Boom. I endorse it. You guys can't track me. Fuck you. I'm going to have to hit you up about that one, too. The the, the spreadsheet and how I can watch free movies. No problem. Um, I, let's see. I've been listen, I listen to... My my music is is a, is a cornucopia of... You know, just doesn't make any sense. Like, my I, when I shuffle my Amazon music player, it's the most disturbing thing ever. I listen to either hardcore death metal or... And I listen to classical music. Huh. It's, that's awesome. It's those two, because I used to be in a, I used to be in a death metal band, so okay. as a singer, so I go from that to that. Uh, I just listened to uh, Black Dahlia Murder's new uh, new album Verminous, Verminous, and you know Protest the Heroes' new album Parliament. So you know, yeah, it's it's you know uh, I'm using this as a because I'm in school right now. I'm I'm in class. I take classes right now to get okay. better. You know, I'm, I'm taking this quarantine as a as a much needed boost to yeah. you know, getting through class and finishing the semester strong. You know, that's what you got to do. Even though we're all social quarantine, we got to stay inside. We got to do something, but you know, don't take it as a, you know, let me just jerk off six more times than I used to <laughs> yeah. learn to trade, learn to play guitar, you know, do learn how to use Excel spreadsheets and do your taxes yourself. I don't know. Just if you masturbate, if you're masturbating more than you used to you know, do, do fucking do something else. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, me- the message of the podcast is, don't masturbate more than you used to. Oh, I also I got I got stoned and I watched all the Lord of the Rings the extended editions. <laughs> and the Hobbits. My wife's been gone for like 
my wife's in Baltimore. She's coming okay. back tomorrow, but she's been gone for a month. So I got wow. stoned Saturday, like Saturday and Sunday. And I, Saturday night, I started The Hobbit. <laughs> and then I watched all the way to the end of like Return of the King. And I watched them all blaze it on my goddamn mind. <laughs> and like the whole time, I'm like, I, I dressed up like Gandalf. And I said his lines. And it wow. felt like I accomplished absolutely everything I ever wanted to. I like. It. I need to rewatch those movies again. I've seen them all, but it's been it's been honestly a while. So I'll have to check those out. I'll review them for the podcast next week. Uh, all right, man. We're gonna wrap it up. I really appreciate you doing this. I'll give you the time. Yeah, of course, of course. Hopefully, you know, when we're all back to normal comedy, we can run into you and I can see you not, you know, high off your ass roasting David Mendez. And obviously, I'll watch, you know, the special. I'm I'm excited for it to see someone that you know I know and all that. So. Uh, you know, promote what you got to promote. I know you have a show Thursday and then you have the, uh, the album coming out. So the floor is yours. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. So my album eat around it comes out August 7th on Spotify, iTunes. My only live show for the foreseeable future (laughs) is, is this Thursday at stereo brewing, uh, with, uh, Matt Cole. Uh, stereo brewing in placentia at 8 p.m i'll be doing about 20 minutes mostly new stuff because i've been doing nothing but writing yeah and so if you want to come see some lackluster shit please feel free to hit me up uh and then after that uh hopefully end of the year i'll be back on the road again but you know safety first so all the rest of the years all my all my tours got canceled i lost like four grand with it with its gigs which sucks but you know it's okay. At one point, safety is more important than anything else. Yeah. So that's all I care about. You know, just yes. as long as everyone stays inside and is safe, that's, that's all I want everyone to do. And so yeah. listen to my listen to my shit, and hopefully you enjoy the podcast. Yes. All right. Thank you guys for doing it. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you for letting us be your laughter. Check it out now, it's like this shawl, it's like that Anna, it's like this shawl, it's like that Anna, like that, check it out now, check it out, this one right here is about a girl, and you've seen this girl before, if you've been to any club in the whole wide world, check it out. Her nickname's Last Resort, see her in the corner with a plastic fork. You see her at the side of your eyes, only girl in the club is smuggled in some chili. This has been a Your Last Resort production.